Ryan Marcus, welcome to the Blockhouse Podcast, episode 215. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for that. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. It's awesome to have you here. I'm very excited to talk about what you guys are doing with XYO and everything you have going on. Um, before we do, tell me more about yourself. I uh, want to learn a little bit more about your, your backstory, how you kind of got into the space and where you are now. Um, give us a little bit of a rundown. Yeah, sure. Uh, first, thanks for the invitation, and uh, it's, it's uh, great that you're excited about XYO as well. Uh, yeah, I'm from Germany originally, and uh, I, uh, when I was 18, I, I started out, uh, I, I built a fashion company, and then uh, I started studying in Germany and then some other places. And I started to move around the world. I lived in the United Arab Emirates and in, in China and uh, Australia, Italy, Israel. And then the US, and uh, I was a business consultant. Uh, then moved into startups, uh, from startups into tech. And then a lot of tech, 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 and then obviously into blockchain. Uh, in 2013, uh, we tried to build a distributed computing company and uh, did uh, Bitcoin mining. And then you were still able to do it on, on regular computers. You know, it's uh, unimaginable mm-hmm. today. I think. And uh, yeah, out of that, it wasn't profitable enough, unfortunately, at the time because we, we were in like a Bitcoin dip. And uh, so we, we rejiggered the whole network and, uh, and so distributed computing to hedge funds and pharma companies to solve their big data problems. And that was my first touch uh, with blockchain and cryptocurrencies. Nice. Was there anything in particular about blockchain that made you want to start playing around with it and working in the space and doing stuff um, or anything that got you excited about it or inspired you? Yeah, it's, it's such a, it was in 2013, it was an esoteric concept. You know, nobody like, yeah, you, you had like price movements and, and, and so on, right? But, but the volume was small, right? And, and not many people touched it. So it became more like, it was more cultish. And uh, I really liked that because it was uh, everybody knew everyone in a way. You know, you you you, you had uh, a very small field of players, and we had a few million participants, like computers, which so we, we were a large part of mining at, at some point, and uh, that felt good. You know, like everybody could participate, and it was super, super, super easy. Uh, today, I think it's more difficult, unfortunately, on, on the Bitcoin side. Uh, mm-hmm. However, now it's easy to spin up an ERC-20 and, and uh, start your project. And uh, so in, in another way, it got easy somewhere else. But uh, what attracted me was the ease to, to participate and, and, and have fun with it. And that uh, how and is a decentralization actually then uh, it uh, big tech was already big tech 2013 that's uh, nine years ago and well i'm old <laughs> <laughs> you look good <laughs> thank you um but uh it it allowed it was already a little rebel like and and who would have known you know that it turns into such a rebel like blockchain uh, as as it is today which is amazing I got started off as a miner too, way cool. back in the day. Um, I was doing it with GPUs. We were building custom mining rigs. We get all the computer parts and pretty much build a computer from scratch. And then we get like five or six GPUs and hook them all up and mining all kinds of different things. It, it was kind of off and on profitable. I'm sure you're aware of it, you know, doing it. It's 
a very difficult thing because of the the hash rates always fluctuating and the prices and um, you know there's a six months period where it, you know probably does really well and you make a bunch of money and then there's another period where it's really hard to just pay off the miners and the rents right. and the electricity right. and um, it, it's not an easy business to be in and I'm surprised people are still doing it today. Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know how difficult it is, but that's why we try to do something else with it. You know, in, in a way, we, we built one of the first distributed computing networks. You know, now there are others in, in the blockchain world, as as you know. And uh, we took the same concept and, and did it without uh, blockchain. We actually allowed people to use software for free, and in return, they gave us some of the computing power. And so we ran those nodes and. And we, we participated in a project, the University of Washington on cancer research, and we 150x their computing power of their supercomputers. So our system, which was uh, awesome and powerful. Yeah. So what what are you guys doing now with XYO? What what is it all about, and what's what's the goal? What are you guys trying to do? Yeah. So our, our company went through some transitions and pivots. It was always a replication. So we started out in 2012 with. Uh, location IoT devices like GPS trackers and Bluetooth finders, key finders, this type of stuff. And then in 2017, we realized location gets easily spoofed or hacked, right? You can download a GPS spoofing app and pretend that you are in San Diego right now while you're actually in Las Vegas, let's say. And uh, it's a problem for any second app on your phone or for automated supply chains and, and so on. And uh, so we built the XYO network. The original purpose of the XYO network was to prevent location spoofing. So the idea was that uh, you have IoT devices which interact with each other as you walk down the street, let's say your phone is enabled, and then there might be a chip in the car and a chip in a parking meter and so on. You interact with them and so you have a proof of where you came from, your proof of origin. You have bound witnesses between those devices and then, uh, you know, where you land, let's say your e-commerce package makes it on your doorstep, you have proof, the seller is proof, right? And then one ETH gets sent to the seller, let's say. And, uh, and uh, we realized, uh, that's XYO 1.0. And then we, we realized that uh, uh, there's so much more than just location and that uh, we can actually take an amazing picture of the physical reality and, and put it into digital realities like smart contracts and just connect the two and you can do that with any iot like uh, uh, temperature sensors let's say or, or light sensors or, and so on but also uh, can collect offline data and uh, can uh, we have some of our 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 nodes they are collecting offline data so where people go and collect let's say poi data and uh, we can through XYO technology, we can verify and validate that data and then, you know, we sell it to, to companies. And so now we are, everything there still has a location component in a way, because the data point, it's important, like where that was generated, right? And, and that gives you certain proofs, location and time. But uh, uh, now it's, it's more about, uh, we can, the connecting of the digital and physical reality. So like, you as a person or something or which path something took. You can, for example, uh, show that in the in the metaverse or in whatever digital reality is, is relevant to. 
Yeah, what's the biggest benefit of combining um, you know, IoT and this data collection and being able to put it into a smart contract? What does that allow you guys to do differently? Yeah, for example, you can have uh, real-time trustless tracking of, of anything, really, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, the package I mentioned, you can put an NFC sticker on there and then it, you know, it, it gets automatically scanned as, as it hits certain path al along the way. And, and so you have a trustless automated supply chain if, if, if you want to, or self-driving cars or smart cities. And, and th there's so many applications and there's, uh, everybody's talking about the metaverse, metaverse, you know, we, we, we talked about this, I don't know, five years ago. Uh, and it, 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 it was trendy in a way, uh, and it became hype, you know, in the, in, in the last few months, but before it was trendy over the last few years, I think. And, uh, it's, uh, you imagine, you know, yeah, like what Nike is doing, right, with NFTs and, and bringing them into the metaverse, right? And we can, XYO can prove that, let's say your shirt or, or your headphones, right, really exist in, in the physical world, right? We can say they're yours, that you bought them, you know, the proof of ownership, all these things. And then we connect them through an NFT to the metaverse and, and your avatar in, in the metaverse would would carry the same headphones, right? Let's say they're limited edition, then you had uh, you, know, you had suddenly more value uh, in for an item in the physical and and the digital world, and then you can lend it to a friend, right? And your friend automatically pays you through a smart contract, let's say, pays you some money, so participates uh, in in uh, in your ownership, basically. And so it's like in the play to earn like, ways, you know. Play to earn is uh, it, connecting real world items into these game realities. Mm -hmm. It will make game uh, play to earn explode. And then it's it's more than there's more play to earn. I think it's a little narrow of a term. I think it's engage to earn, right? So it's engage with your podcast or engage with the game, engage with a book, engage with something, right? And then for that, you get rewarded as you reward the author, but you reward the person gave you the book and whoever right there could be so many dynamics and, and we are right in there as the connector between all these worlds that's really cool do you guys have real partnerships right now that you're actually doing this stuff with um that you can give examples of we do yeah we, we have a few actually and uh, we haven't announced them yet <laughs> oh okay well <laughs> so, when are you gonna when are you gonna uh, announce them uh, i'm sure the people want to know i hope this quarter uh, okay. And uh, um, the, the, we have like some incredible things going on. I, I don't know if you know we are a profitable company. It's very rare in the blockchain space, as you know. You know, usually the, the finance type companies like exchanges and so on uh, they, they make money or, or smaller operations. But a company of, of our size, uh, we managed to be quite profitable in in, in twenty one uh, out of op operating income and. Uh, hope to, to grow much more in, in 22, of course. And this, we are only able to do that because we have these amazing partnerships on people who buy data and, and support our ecosystem. You know, we managed to build a, a model where uh, maybe 80% of our, our, our uh, people who come into our ecosystem are non-blockchain and crypto people. So that, you know, you and I are a crypto nerd, right? It's, it's, sure. uh, for us, it's like, okay, MetaMask is that Web3, easy, right? But for my grandma, that's 
it's not that easy. And so we create an ecosystem, which makes it people, uh, easy for people to come in. Then we make them crypto nerds and then uh, you know, they participate in our ecosystem and then 95% of them cash out with their XYO and hold it somewhere and amazing things are happening. And then the same happens on the, on the revenue side. We have lots of partners which are in traditional industries. And when we start talking with them, we don't tell them, oh, we are a blockchain or a crypto company. We tell them, okay, we have this solution for you. Uh, do you want to check it out? And then, you know, we ease them into the blockchain and, and and crypto part and, and because of that we have just a lot a lot of of partners who are uh, working with us and uh, mm -hmm. it's i think it's a this is a way to make blockchain companies very resilient because your addressable market becomes really infinite do you guys have a token or a token ecosystem based around what you guys are doing um that maybe represents the data represents the the company or anything that you guys are trying to do with um with combining all this data and smart contracts and, and all these things yeah yeah we have a token called xyo uh, mm -hmm. xy oracle network and uh, we have uh, as part of the xyo network we have four components there are the sentinels which are devices which collect the data bridges which uh, relay the data archivists archivists which store the data and the diviners which uh, crunch the data to give you the best answers like did my e-commerce package make it onto my doorstep and uh, all these devices get incentivized with XYO to participate. And so as they, they data becomes useful for something, they get rewarded. And so to to launch that off you know, in the beginning, as a, as a small company, it's difficult to create IoT partnerships with companies like, let's say, Verizon right? or T-Mobile. Mm -hmm. But uh, so we launched an, an app called Coin. And Coin has more than four million downloads now. We can announce that <laughs> it's really new. It uh, happened uh, two days ago. And uh, and um, so it makes us one of the largest blockchain networks in the world. And, and Coin is uh, an augmented reality gamified utility, which lets you earn rewards as you explore the world and, and you do things inside the app and outside the app for this data collection. And um, the and we make it in a way that, you know, as I said, it's easy for people to come in and, and all of those people basically get incentivized with, with XYO. But inside the app, you can also exchange uh, for uh, PlayStations or guitars or airports, sweepstakes entries, those kinds of things. So if you don't want to deal with, with crypto and, and something, you, you we allow you to not to that as well. And, and people do it and are happy about it. Yeah, let's um, talk a little bit more about the dynamics of the, the coin app. Like if I, if I download it and um, put it on my phone, how can I participate in it um, that's, that's beneficial to, to me in the, in the ecosystem? Like what, what do I do more specifically? Yeah, you, you do, can do a bunch of things. So there's a passive in the background, bound witnesses, which are interaction between devices, uh, which uh, allow you to collect uh, some coin and and then uh, you do geo mining uh, and then yeah, you can do in-app things like location-based surveys or, or things and then there's offline data collection i mentioned before with a poi uh, data collection and uh, so we are adding more and more ways to earn uh, because of micro gigs uh, with more and more partnerships and uh, our partnerships 
grows a thousand percent over the last four months. Mm -hmm. And uh, we want it to be like worth the while that it becomes like supple supplementary income. And uh, it is for a lot of people who participate early in the ecosystem. So right now, on a per daily basis, it depends on which zip code you are. But we had the case in, in some zip codes in, the, in New York, for example, you were able to earn like $100 a day because of the offline data collection. Uh, mm -hmm. But if you just do like very simple things, it, it's not that much. And But then over time, the XYO token price appreciated, right? So we have someone who earned $1.9 million uh, just by using the coin app. It's totally insane. Oh he my started goodness, in that, that's a lot. Yeah, he started in 2019, always cashed out his XYO into a wallet, kept it in that wallet and didn't do anything. And then uh, earned $1.9 million. We have this case study of 500 users and uh, one of them like paid off his mortgage, another one went on a 20 year delayed honeymoon, another one bought a new car mm -hmm. and moved to a new city. And those 500 people, they earned uh, $24 million until the end of August. And then in September, XYO got listed on Coinbase. So you can imagine what happened. The 24 million were quickly more than 20, <laughs> 24 million. It sounds like you have a life-changing app. You download the app, pay off your mortgage, go on yeah. your honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it can be, right? It, it's, uh, it, it's, it's life-changing in two ways. One of the ways, of course, is if the token price goes up and, and, uh, and then, you know, there is a way for you to have a lot of money, but it's life-changing also because it's on-ramp into crypto and blockchain. We make it mm -hmm. so easy, right? We, we have different ad campaigns. One of them targets, for example, truckers and, and drivers, right? And say, okay, be part of this ecosystem, right? You can earn more because you move around a lot, which creates more data. And, and, and uh, we have incredible success with that community. And those people suddenly become crypto people. And so the, our whole ecosystem uh, will, will benefit from it. So uh, basically, they benefit in two ways. Got it. Let me ask you something. Um, you've mentioned the metaverse quite a bit in this mm -hmm. conversation. What, what are your thoughts on it? Is do you really think that's the the future direction of you know where we're going with um, everyone's attention for social interaction? Um, you know, for connecting. Um, our daily lives and crypto and maybe IoT or what is what does that look like to you? What does the metaverse kind of embody in your vision? Yeah, I, th I think there's going to be not only one metaverse but several metaverses. Yeah, I think there's mm -hmm. like closed metaverses like the one Facebook might build right, or, or Meta now, mm -hmm. and there are open ones uh, which you see in in the blockchain world, and then some in between. And I think. There might be a metaverse, uh, which is augmented reality. So where augmented reality means still see your reality and you have overlays over over it to, to let's say, Pokemons jump out <laughs> at you mm. or you see advertising or you engage with, with something or something like that. And, and then there are the, the full metaverses, virtual reality and uh, skin suit and, and, and all, all that stuff. And uh, I think there's just so much ways to interact and learn and, and live your life. I think it can be very fulfilling. And I think it only becomes fulfilling if, if you have all of that, right? If you live in a virtual reality all your life, then, then I, I bet something might not go right with our brains. And, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> so are we are we gonna live in virtual reality? I think so. For, I, think it's it's, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a mix between virtual and augmented realities. Yeah. Uh, yes, I think so. Do you have any thoughts on centralized versus decentralized versions of the metaverse? Because obviously Facebook, now Meta, um, has really pioneered what virtual reality can be and what we can do. And they have their their thing. They have alt space mm -hmm. and whatever they build after that and all these integrations. I think Amazon's doing something. Microsoft just bought Activision right. and they plan on doing something. But from the the crypto side the blockchain side there's already so many metaverses that are incredibly popular and insane um and that have you know made people a lot of money and gone up in value and have attracted a lot of attention as well do you feel like there will be a balance maybe between the two or do you think a lot of people will go maybe to the decentralized version because of all these added benefits and things like what xyo is doing that can um, benefit them in a decentralized metaverse or do you think people will gravitate more towards a centralized version like what Meta's doing or what maybe Microsoft will do in the future um, or where do you I guess the the, the the question behind all that is where do you think people will gravitate to the most or what will be the most popular centralized or decentralized I think it's, it's, I think you and I might might, might prefer the decentralized version but I think mm -hmm. lots of users will prefer the best experience for them. And I think, mm -hmm. so if we want it to be the decentralized version of, of the open metaverse, you have to make sure it provides the best experience over what, what meta provides. And I think it's actually easy, right? Right now it's, it's all competition. We are all fighting. Oh, this is my metaverse. This is my multiverse. Mm -hmm. Like my token should be worth more. No, my token, like this type of stuff. Right. And, uh, but what we actually need to do is like uh, work together, right? Create standards for the metaverse and uh, cross pollinate, allow our your NFT to go from one to the next, to the next, to the next, right? And, and then you should show ownership everywhere. And, and that way, I think it's gonna attract lots of money and lots of finance, uh, like Meta and, and Microsoft can never attract, I think at, at that size. And then with that money and with that, integration and partnerships i think uh, the user experience is going to be much better on the decentralized side and then on the closed uh, meta side because meta and friends are, are gonna have okay buy your fake you have to buy everything through a facebook store and and mm -hmm. you can only buy the items which are approved by us and you can only interact with the content we approve and you can only do this and that so it's, it's going to be very unfree uh, very mm -hmm. sensitive and uh, the decentralized open one is, is going to be chaotic and, and crazy and, and mm -hmm. crazy amounts of, of knowledge and, and, and anything you can imagine. And I think because of that, the open and decentralized version is, is, uh, is going to win. But uh, I think it's, it's, it's a hard process mm -hmm. together. Yeah, probably. Um, do you have a favorite metaverse or favorite one that you enjoy? No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. There's so many. Yes, yes, there are so many. What? My final question. Then we'll start wrapping it up. What does uh, the roadmap look like for XYO the rest of 2022? What are some things you guys are aiming for or want to accomplish um, that you want people to you know pay attention and keep an eye on? 
yeah, we're gonna release, uh, or we plan to release XYO 2.0, uh, probably at the end of this quarter, uh, which is uh, makes XYO faster in a way. You have more interact. It allows better interactions between phones and, and some other devices. It it uh, it uh, we call them reality oracles now. Basically, it 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 brings reality into the digital world in a in a faster and broader way. So it's ready basically for 5G and, and, and everything. And then uh, we are uh, releasing some other secret thing <laughs> probably in the second quarter, which we haven't quite announced yet. We, then we're gonna unlock, we have XYO World is our, it's like Decentraland, but XYO. Uh, and uh, we released that two years ago, but it got stuck in gas fees with Ethereum, mm -hmm. as many things did. And uh, we're gonna unstuck it, uh, and uh, it's gonna—it's a way to connect real land uh, and properties and reality with uh, the digital world as well and, and the metaverse. And then uh, we do something around layer twos, which is uh, not quite uh, spoken about yet. And if, Few other things, and then of course we're going to grow our user base. Uh, you're planning to uh, yeah, grow by a lot this year in the user base. We have set up a an, super amazing team. We are over 50 people now at XYO, uh, globally distributed. Uh, we need lots more. So if you have any skills uh, in really anything, uh, <laughs> come and talk with us. <laughs> It sounds like you guys got a lot going on. Um, where can people go to keep up with all this stuff? Um, what, just the website? Do you guys have a blog or a Discord or a Telegram? Yeah. Or where should people go if they want to interact? Twitter is good, I think. Uh, mm -hmm. Network, uh, our website. Uh, a new version is going to come out in two, three weeks. And um, those are the best ways, I think. Our newsletter is, is really good. We have a very large newsletter. And uh, yeah, just start and, and then you know get hooked and become part of it perfect uh this is a good place to wrap up so much we could probably continue talking about sure. um but marcus thank you for you know taking the time to come on today it was a pleasure to have you um we'll definitely hop on again in the near future when some of these you know secrets get unveiled um in the meantime uh take care and again thank you likewise thank you so much it was fun Brilliant. okay talk to you soon bye talk to you soon. bye